welcome to the jungle. What episode are we on, boys? 31? You got it. Aboom! Episode 31, West Coast Sports Junkies. Coming to you. Cam Chancellor episode. The Cam Chancellor episode. So, coming to you from Burnaby, New Westminster, and South Surrey. As you can see, we're short one. We got uh, three wheels today. All good, all good. We got another one of our boys is out in Ontario. It would have been a sin to record from there anyways, from the center of the universe. So we decided we would just go with the three musketeers. Here we are. Episode 31. We got a lot to get into. Ty, let's go with, first of all, what are you drinking, Ty? I am sipping on some Crown Royal tonight. Crown and Cola for uh, opening night in the Canuck season. Another Ontario drink, the Crown Royal. Mike, what do you got? Tonight, I'm just going with the old classic favorite, Budweiser. It's an American drink. I'm going to go with the Mexican Corona. Oh, yeah. Nothing nothing wrong with that. So it's a little bit slow on the craft beer week. or Sorry, this week for the craft beer, but um, I'm going a little rogue. Great episode to get into this evening. We have the Canucks opening. Actually, we're watching right now. <clears throat> Lots of movement there. We got the Russell Wilson injury. We have a lot of other things going on in the NFL. Some not so pleasant things Ty wanted to talk about. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> what else do we have, Ty? Well, I die over here. <coughs> Uh, well, there was a big boxing fight on Saturday night. I know uh, Mike thinks boxing's dead, but uh, uh, big and boxing fight shouldn't be in the same uh, sense. It was. Uh, it I was just found out there's a boxing man. fight this weekend, <laughs> Chris. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys were uh, without reception up some mountain, so uh, you know, I can understand you guys missing that fight. But uh, it was Tyson Fury and Dante Wilder, the trilogy. And it was, uh, it's being talked about as like one of the best overall entertainment wise heavyweight fights of all time. It's up there, probably top 10 people are saying, which is uh, pretty crazy. It's a great fight. Oh, please. They're saying that just to try to sell some uh, pay-per-views. There's no way oh, no, I'm not. it's going to be top 10. Oh yeah. hundred percent, man. It was back and forth. Mm-hmm. There was knockdowns both ways. Honestly, when it's, uh, when it's showed again, I think TSN usually will show it like two, three weeks after check it out. You'll see what I mean. It was a great fight. Watch it. Mike's. Oh man, you gonna be like, oh wow, Ty, you're Did right. it go the distance? Does it go the no, distance? It was, no, it was uh, a, it was a, a knockout. I won't, okay, I won't spoil I'll, it for you. I'll check it out. Oh, wow, kickboxing, man. I'm it's yawning so already. So one-dimensional, you know. Yeah, no, it was, it was really good though. Okay, well, while we have you guys here. How was your Thanksgiving? What'd you do? Uh, it was good. It was uh, just, you know, nothing crazy. Uh, had some turkey, went for a nice dinner, and uh, just relaxed and watched football. How about you guys? Right on, man. We went uh, camping in the middle of the woods. with had three families there. It was cold, 
and it was a lot of fun, man. It was uh, we deep fried a turkey, or Chris did, and I told you before, or he, him and his his wife and the girls, they put on a a really good feast for us all. And uh, yeah, I hope that we make this a tradition. It was the first time we did it, and uh, I'm already looking at spots for next year that we could go and and play around in the middle of nowhere. Well, it was a blast. Um, really enjoyed it. Really like uh, like being out there. This time of year, the colors, the colors in the in the in the forest right now, just with with fall, autumn, and just you know the colors. I can't get over it. I just can't get over the colors. Love being out there. Love the fresh air. I know Mike did a nice hunt, or sorry, a nice hike with uh, with my son and and my godson, and uh, they were out in the pitch black. It must have been must have been really cool. I was not. I was. Uh, I, I don't really do that type thing we did scale the side of a uh of a mountain uh, it was the, the most uh most exercise I've ever seen chris do in his life <laughs> well, well he just said he didn't hike though no he, no, did. no, I, he didn't that's that the, the first day he um ah oh, man the oil is just scored but uh I, I got i told you i have a delay i haven't seen it yet <laughs> okay so the first day he went we went turkey hunting and uh oh did you so, eat the turkey that you killed well, we didn't get it. We didn't get one. Uh, oh, we, oh, we went oh. to the spot to this Damn person's it. house that he knew that had a farm. They're like, yeah, there's turkeys on this farm all the time. Come out here and take one. I'm like, okay. So there's nothing more like uh, Thanksgiving than to go and hunt your own turkey and then eat it, right? And so we go out there and they're, they're, they're like, yeah, the turkeys are in, in up this mountain, which is like straight up and down almost, man. It was ridiculous. So we get in the back and we start hiking all the way up this mountain. And Chris is hiking up. I'm surprised that he was he was there. And then uh, we get up to like, you know, maybe three quarters of the way up the mountain. And they call us and they're like, yeah, the turkeys are right here. Send us a photo in their backyard. Oh, my God. Oh, we had to go all the way back down. But no, we actually didn't get We saw them. They were there, but they were in the neighbor's property. And that just probably wouldn't have been, Good. you know. Wouldn't have been cool. Wouldn't have been yeah. cool. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, no, we heard some gobbles on the way up, but, uh, and they gobble, like they're like, gobble, gobble, right? And, uh, what do they do? Know, they gobble, gobble. <laughs> yes. So, uh, you want to give us the goal update, Mike? Who's just scored? I have no idea. I just oh, saw the pull, score. Pulley RV scored for the Oilers. Oh. Um, kind of a, not the greatest goal, but, uh, Nonetheless, they scored. Anyways, all right. Well, let's get into uh, let's get into to Russ and Pete and the C Hawks. Ty, what do we got? Yeah, it was a very disappointing game on Thursday, last Thursday night. Um, obviously, the big story from that game, other than us losing to the Rams. Um, it was a really weird game. Uh, there was just lots of weird shit going on. Like the punt from Michael Dixon, he had it blocked and then he picked it up and kicked it again. I didn't know you could do that. Apparently it's a new rule this year, but there was like, it was a quirky game. A lot of weird things happened. And obviously the worst uh, case scenario for us as Seahawks fans, Russell Wilson uh, hurt his finger, I think on Aaron Donald's helmet or arm. I can't exactly remember now, but uh yeah, he was trying to complete a pass, and on the follow-through, he caught it on there, and it was jacked up. I don't know. You saw right after the replay. It was pretty pretty nasty looking. 
Um, he went off right away and I was hoping, you know, maybe it's just popped out or something. They're going to throw it back in there and he'd run back out. And Geno Smith came in and he actually looked pretty good in his uh, brief, brief appearance there. He led a, a big drive, got us back in the game. Unfortunately, he threw a pick that wasn't really his fault. But uh, yeah, the Seahawks fall to two and three. It's a big loss in the division, but I mean, the big loss, or the bigger loss, obviously, is uh, Russell Wilson. Man, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do uh, if we're gonna be able to salvage the season. There still is no timetable. Um, I've heard anything from four to eight weeks on Russ's injury. He had surgery the day after. He's got screws in his finger, apparently. But uh, one one good thing is the Seahawks didn't put him on IR, um, which gives me hope that it might be, uh, you know, quicker absence than we thought. But Mike, what do you what do you think about the situation? Well, yeah, it's uh, absolutely devastating for us Seahawks fans that uh, you know what happened there. It's really unfortunate, and you know when it happened. It, I was just shocked. I mean, I was shocked when you saw his finger kind of like all bent out of shape there. And you're like, Oh no, no. And, but it's Russell Wilson. He always plays oh. and he's, he's like the iron man. He's you know, I never miss a start. start. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, he'll be back. He'll be back. And I even saw him on the sidelines right after it happened, throwing balls around. So I'm like, Oh, he's good. But then I saw Geno Smith coming. I'm like, Oh no, this is, this is bad. I don't think I've ever seen Russ miss a snap due to an injury. Maybe yeah. he has, but I don't remember it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah, you know, I thought that Geno Smith coming in, he did a really good job. Uh, you know, he he drove us down there. He looked great through a touchdown pass. Um, and the shocking thing was, I think, you know, one part of that game too was our defense and how horrible our run defense is. or worse in the league. Can't make a stop. De- they actually did make a defense stop. Defense as a whole is worse than the yeah. league. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we actually did make a stop. And gave Geno Smith, I think, around two minutes, maybe a minute and 40 seconds, something like that, to, to have a chance at a game-winning drive. Yeah. And uh, obviously, after seeing the drive that he had just just uh, put together, I thought, Dude, this is it. He's going to do it. This is, you know, we got our new starter here. And then the first play throws a pick. And I was like, oh, well, there you go. It's, it's, that's it, right? But, but yeah, no, that, um, that, pick, that pick wasn't on him either. It was Tyler Lockett got his feet tangled up. I mean... It was. I know, unlucky. but like that's that's looking at it afterwards. But looking at it like real oh, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. it looked yeah, really yeah, yeah. bad. Like it looked like he just threw the ball to yeah. two defenders. You know what I mean? I was like, oh yeah. my. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, you know, offensively, I don't think we should be as worried. I think Geno Smith can fill in and do a pretty good job. Obviously, he's no Russell Wilson, but I mean, he's he's a talented guy. He was a first round draft pick for a reason. He's now obviously been a backup. He knows our system. Well, he's been a backup in Seattle for three years, I believe. So he practices with us all the time. He's got a great guy to in Russ that he's looked up to and, and learn from. So, I mean, I don't, offensively, I don't think we should be worried, but defensively it's a problem. <laughs> we got a big problem and I, I just don't know what we can do or what they can fix without, uh, like just trying a different system. Like it's Pete's system is not working. Yeah. I thought it was weird too. Like I had a couple of people send me messages saying that, uh, you know, Adams had a really bad game. He was, a, he was hit an off game and stuff, but they didn't even use him to, to attack the quarterback at all through this game. I think one play and the, like, the end of the game, they used him once and it was effective. 
they usually do that. They didn't use that at all during this. You know game. why they're surprising? Why they're doing that is because our secondary is so bad that in past years we we had a decent secondary. That's been a it's been a position of weakness since obviously like the Shermans and even Shaq Griffin last year. Like I wasn't a huge fan of him, but he was a lot better than what we have right now. That's why he got a big deal in Jacksonville this year. But the reason why Jamal Adams is not up at the line of scrimmage as much is because our secondary is struggling and they need him back there. Um, but I mean, he's one guy. He can't, he's, he's a safety, right? Like the corners are not doing their jobs. Uh, it's a big position in need. We knew coming into this year, that was going to be a question mark. They tried to draft. They tried to trade for a couple cheaper players and it's clearly not working. Um, so last year with uh, Carlos Dunlap, when we picked him up, we were missing a pass rush. I don't know if you remember. Our defense was terrible last year, the first first half of the year, and we turned it around. But yeah, John Schneider went out and traded for Dunlap, who's an experienced pass rusher. Uh, it'll be interesting to see this year if if we can hang on enough in our division in the playoff race to see if John Schneider will go out and make a big play for a cornerback. Because that's what we need. You get a star corner in there or even a decent corner in there, then you can bring Adams up where he likes to be rushing the passer and doing those little things like that. I don't know. That's just kind of what I'm thinking, but uh, yeah, something needs to change because the defense is uh, on pace. They've they're setting records right now, historically for the worst defense. I know it's crazy. And they actually did make home moves today. They released um, um, a cornerback, right? Uh, yeah. yeah Trey it? flowers. Trey flowers. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm still hopeful. I still think that the season can be salvaged. I think that Geno Smith coming in will do a good enough job to, to get us there, uh, yeah. you know, with the, with, the, with the offense we have around him. You know, we just need guys to, to, to be leaders, step up, like Bobby Wagner and those boys um, that have been around for a long time and uh, get this defense fired up. I think that, uh, you know, these guys are, are adults and uh, they don't necessarily really need coaches to do it. They can do it themselves. Yeah, no, this weekend, in my opinion, obviously we say it every week now, but it's a huge game for the season. I think it's a very winnable game at Pittsburgh. Big Ben has not looked great. Um, they, they do have some weapons. They're at home. They have a good defense, but I think it's a very winnable game. Um, and, you know, that gets us a three and three. It's another week uh, closer to potential Russ returning. Like, like I said, we still don't know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's uh, definitely some adjustments that hopefully they're making this week preparing for Pittsburgh. Yeah, absolutely. All right. You guys, do you guys think Pete Carroll survives this? Unfortunately, I think he does. I want, Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I've talked about it in the past few episodes a little bit. I think, uh, I think it's just time for a change. Mm. Um, yeah, just think it's time for a change. Different philosophy, different coach. I mean, oh, he's he got a lot of pull. He's got a lot of pull. He did. Bring... That's the thing, right? Yeah. I, yeah, know. he brought a Super Bowl to Seattle. He's going to leave on his own terms, I think. When he decides to hang him up, that's when he'll well, leave. Him, him and him and Schneider, yeah, I think, are like attached to the hip, right? They kind of come as a package now. Um, <laughs> I, think, I, I do think he'll probably uh, coach out his deal. But uh, if it's not Pete, then I, I don't know. Like Ken Norton Jr. has been there for, for years. Um, I would like him to – I just I just a change, change of philosophy, defensive philosophy. He hasn't changed anything from the Legion of Boom days, man. It's the same thing, but we don't have the same players. 
you know, the stuff he could get away with back in the day with that roster is a lot different than what you can get away with when you're piecing it together um, on a budget. But anyways. Are you in your closet? (laughs) No. (laughs) Where are you? That's my uh, man cave jersey rack. Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay. It just looks like you're in a closet. Yeah, I'm sitting in there, you know. <laughs> you better get come out of the closet, Ty. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> uh, we were just talking in the break here, or during the break today. So Ovechkin comes in game one, scores two goals. Um, Ty's texting in the group chat. He's going to break the record. He's going to break. He scored two goals. In game one. No, okay. no, but I, I've talked he about scored, it before. This he's, he's at 732. He needs to get to 894. Very 732, possible. 732, 894. And he, and he, just signed a, way to go. he just signed an extension to, to play another five years. Yeah, man, but he's got to be like, what? do the math. What? How many goals does he need per year? I don't know. Do the math. What, do I look like a human calculator to you? I just said he's going to break it. Yeah, well, you're going to have to give me some numbers to prove that fact, Ty. You know, just, oh, he's going to break it. He's, he, he's needs, gonna break he needs like 30 a year or something. Mike's crunching numbers over there. What's he doing over there? What is Eight, it? Nine, Gretzky's at? 894 minus 732. What do we got left? Okay, a little he needs 162 30. goals. And how many years okay. does he have on his, his he deal? Signed a five, he just signed a five. Divided by deal, five. Right? Divided by five. He needs 32.4 goals a year. That was close. That's a lot of goals. It. That's a lot of goals. Not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see you guys see are wanting to, you guys are itching <laughs> like for a bet here. No, I, I still haven't got paid from Dan. He's over in Toronto. He owes me a hundred bucks <laughs> and five and, shots. I don't, I don't and care about shots. I'm just, I just want to see the shots happen. Oh no, I care about both. I care about. But yeah. Both. I, I think he's got a great chance and I think it would be awesome for hockey, man. It's going to be a fun, uh, fun chase. Dude. Like you said, no, he got two tonight. Nobody breaking Gretzky's goal and assist record. And nobody. Ovechkin got screwed by a lockout year, <clears throat> a completely canceled year. Well, so and did Gretzky. also a uh, COVID year. Gretzky had two lockouts in short hey, seasons. But Mike could score fucking the amount of goals Gretzky had played in the, those times, man. You see the goalies? Nobody the could score the amount of goals Gretzky scored, clearly. <laughs> Until a few years from now. Not happening. But anyways, uh, I, I think if he has like- 50 goals this season, I'll be like, okay, maybe, maybe. We'll see. But he won't. And then we'll be laughing at you again at the end of the season. Well, he's off so. to a good start. Start off with two right off the yeah, bat. Okay, so. well, I bet you he'll be over 32 this year. Oh, that's a good goals. bet. Oh, what do you want to bet on that? Five shots and 100 bucks? I'm on sure. a roll. <laughs> sure. Okay. He'll have he'll... over 32 goals. Yeah. You heard it, folks. Episode 31. The bet is on. Ty, write it down in your little bet calculator notebook. And thing then that you have. he's on pace for... Uh... Breaking Gretzky's record. That could it'll be, be it'll bet. be over thirty-two, but I'm just saying it'll be at least thirty-two. Nah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I do think he's gonna get more than thirty-two this year. <laughs> what? But not in year, not in year four and five. Oh, Mike, 
another bet here. <laughs> well, hold on. Oh. He's already. He's already. No, he's he's got thirty. <clears throat> no, no. He's got to get more than. Uh, since he already scored two goals. No, the bet already yeah, made, my no, friend. No, no, no. You, I just realized he scored two goals. Tonight, Mike, so you, the bet was just made. Correct? Plus two goals, so 34 goals. No, we just made a bet for 32, man. You can't go back in time. Okay, I'll meet you in the middle, 33. Hey, the most important thing is that Obi's on my fantasy hockey team. Oh, so... shit. Can I take my <laughs> bet back? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, I was, was going to ask, so when was this draft and why wasn't I invited again? Oh, I don't, I don't know, know, man. Tra- Travis the commish. Yeah, we just do it. It was like, a, it was like a, hey, we can do it. It's it was like that fucking... Yeah. Oh, I didn't get a, hey, can you do it? It's this night. I didn't even get that courtesy. We're trying to save you your The buy-in, same man. guys for like 10 years. Where the heck have you been? Oh, I took the last couple of years off. You just can't take years off. Wow. We do is, it at the same time, all same guys all the time. Is Jackie in it? No. I she's not in it, and I'm not fuck that. I started that fucking pool. What are you talking about, man? It was all me. Uh, back I in don't know. I don't know. You were in it once or twice, maybe? No, I was in it for the first like seven years. What are you talking I about? I don't know. Uh, you talk <laughs> to uh talk, talk to Trav. He's, yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to give him a, a spanking. All right, we got a little off track here. Yeah, so, we did. We uh, sure did. Okay, let's talk Canucks. So, Zach McEwen, gone. Went on waivers, got claimed by the Flyers. Hey, do you think, you think got, it's a good – I think it's a good thing, man. Like, remember when who we cares? used to throw players <laughs> on waivers and they would never get claimed? And we'd be like, oh, we have a lot of – now I feel like, wow, we got some talent. People are claiming our shit that normally yeah, would just make it to the farm. We need I, that for injuries. Yeah, I know. Okay? We're, losing, we're losing depth. I, yeah, I agree. Besser. On injured, or he's in. Well, no, he's going to play the next game. Anybody no, but, know what's going on there with Besser? They're not undisclosed they're, injury. Yeah, they're not saying. Does he want out, Mike? No, I was just thinking maybe it's <laughs> I know, like I'm joking. Remember Pedersen last year? Yeah, uh, <laughs> but no. So they just signed uh, Alex Chason on a. He he came on a trial. Yeah, uh, made the team. I think that was a <laughs> factor in sending the Q and out. I mean, he hasn't really proved a lot. I, I get what you're saying about depth. That is obviously important. Uh, but, but Benning did some good work down in, in Abbotsford, the Abbotsford Canucks. He did good work for our farm team. I've never seen so many guys sign. Hey, we're going to make this boy a hat. <laughs> Thank you, Jim, for the Abbotsford Canucks. <laughs> yeah. That's about yeah, all we should. I'll say. Yeah. Uh, Anytime yeah, you compliment no. Jim Benny, you get a hat. Hashtag hat, thank you, yeah. Jim. <laughs> but yeah, so what do you it's guys? Game uh, night finally. Canucks are back at it. It's great yeah, to I was see Pedersen say, out there. I was gonna say, what are your expectations for the Canucks this year? Uh, I think we should give a little prediction on on how you think we'll do or we'll finish. Not exact, but you know what I mean. Mike, what do you what do you feel? What do you think about? I the want Canucks? the fucking cup. Stanley Cup, baby. That's what I want. Okay, it's not what you want. What do you what, what do you think? <laughs> we all want the cup. What do you think the Canucks are gonna do? Think they're I gonna think, surprise uh, some people? Yeah, I think they are. They're a young, young team that uh that can do it. I think we're making the playoffs and we're gonna go for a run, hopefully. Chris, what do you think? Um what do I think? Well, I think I think <clears throat> we're a playoff team. I do think that I don't know. It all depends on injuries, right? 
is is what I'm banking on this this season because I mean even tonight game number one who do we have we have besters out right yeah yeah and it's it's difficult to have a good season when key players like Besser who's gonna have a shit ton of responsibility this year um in comparison to previous years um when they're injured it's it's, it's a tough thing it's a tough goal it's a tough goal right game one well, Besser up yeah that's obvious captain obvious if there's uh if there's any year <laughs> yeah. right now we do that not gonna, want injuries we're gonna do it yeah. it's they went all but, in on the uh, oel trade so i mean this is this has to be playoffs this has to be a run of some sort or oh yeah benning it was benning, all for not or as a bust right? so so we don't make the playoffs or if we're not even close to making the playoffs here's here's what's here's the scenario the oel trade is going to be uh very scrutinized benning is going to He's going to panic. He's going to fire Green. And then Benny's going to get fired at the end of the year. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fire Green. But what if it, what if they don't make the playoffs and OEL has a Norris, uh, you know, contending year? I doubt that's happening. We need that to happen. Before. That's what they're banking on. Uh, like You Norris want him to have year. no a Norris type year and we don't make the playoffs? I don't want to see that. I'd rather Norris him have a shit year. season. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get that, but we just need him to be uh, like, like three he quarters play, of a Norris, just yeah. a lot better than he had been in uh, Arizona. He's got to play like he did when I went to see him play in Arizona. He was all over the ice. He was on another level. He was in on every goal, and uh, yeah, that's what we need from him. Yeah, so I'm I'm with you, Mike. I'm uh, I'm thinking it's gonna be playoffs, and uh, hopefully some sort of run. Needs to be, yeah. needs to happen. And, and for the injuries, I feel like last year we had a ton of injuries, which was sort of like, that was our, you know, Achilles heel. And I think that Pedersen took half the season Thanks, off. Captain Obvious. Yeah, Pedersen, <laughs> you're Captain Obvious. <laughs> Pedersen took half the season <laughs> off, so we're coming back well-rested. We should be good to go. I don't think injuries should be a problem this year, hopefully. Well, you said it, so we'll see now. Um yeah, I mean, I you know what I'm excited to see? Like, I'm excited to have a quality backup. Um, Halak, I always liked Halak as a goalie. I always thought he was pretty good. Remember what he did in Montreal, all that stuff. Even um, what he did in, in Boston. Philly. And in Boston, yeah. There, yeah. He's been, uh, He's been a yeah, steady I agree, Eddie. actually. I agree. <clears throat> pretty high caliber backup. So... You know, I'm, and I think Demko is going to have a, have a really, I think he's going to have a next level season. I just think that, I don't know. I think you could see his, the way he's been progressing, right. From through his career last year, but like that bubble Demko, that was, that was something else. That was on effing believable bubble Demko drink to bubble Demko. Okay. But, um, <clears throat> Oh, we got a power play. Um, but, uh, Last season was kind of a, eh, but I think this season he takes a step forward and he's got a good backup. Um, yeah, excited to see what happens. Who is his backup last year? Why can't I remember? Uh, what's his name? Braden Holpe. Oh, yeah, Holpe. Yeah, that's right. And where did Holpe go? Oh, I just saw that. Dallas. Oh, he's in Dallas. Okay. Holpe's in Dallas. Um, but yeah, no, you're, you're talking about bubble Demko, which is, you know, think of every Stanley cup winner for the most part, obviously it's a hot goalie, um, yeah. is a big part of it. Right. So if we have a solid year getting to the playoffs and, you know, Demko 
does what he what we think he can do and and turns it on and we go on a run and that's that's what you need man that's what you need in the playoffs um the one thing i will like we were just talking about even losing McEwen, uh depth right we need four lines you need to roll four lines yeah um as a team and get that consistent you, you know you need the fourth line to chip in obviously the third line you get your checking line uh do you guys think we have enough depth there this year or are we going to be lacking that um well it depends who you listen to <clears throat> excuse me if you listen to like um the Elliot Friedman's of the world. Yes, we do have enough depth. If you listen to the Matt Sikaris's of the world, this team sucks and it should be bulldozed. So it all depends. Well, they're those two guys are the most negative people I've ever seen in my life. But um, yeah, 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 fair enough. <clears throat> depends who you listen to. I'm kind of in the middle. I I still think we can do better, but we're not uh, <clears throat> we're not as bad as some people make us out to be or make the Canucks out to be. So yeah, no, I would agree. What do you think, Mike? What, what I'm a little, actually, hold on. What I'm a little worried about is, uh, you know, depending how we're doing when that trade deadline approaches, I don't want to be throwing around draft picks, man. Again. You know what, Benning, Benning to pull a Benning? Yeah. Um, mm. Obviously, if, if we're having that type of year, and I guess it just depends, <laughs> and that's a wait and see. But I don't know. I think we're just, uh, we're used to Benning doing Benning things. And, and I'm already thinking of that. That's how how like uh, broken we are as canuck fans you know you're already thinking of how he's gonna mess up even more long term in these because right now is the way i see it we have a three-year window uh with the Pedersen contract i don't think if we're not competitive i think he's gone after this these three years that bridge deal yeah so yeah i don't think he's quite as loyal as his uh countrymen the Sidines. i think he's a little bit different so yeah, he seems, which is good in a way. He seems like he wants to win. Like, obviously, the Sedins, don't get me wrong, they wanted to win. But, I mean, they were, uh, you know, happy with the situation, the city, and everything like that. But, yeah, Mike, uh, what do you think? What do you think about the Canucks' depth? Back to my original question there. You think they have enough? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I, like what Chris said, I, I hear it from, from both sides that they – some people say that they do. Some people say that they don't. I yeah. think that I just want to see the, the first maybe quarter of the season, then we can decide. And I think yeah. that um, I think one thing that's that's kind of cool about this year is that we have the the farm team in our backyard, so we can go and, and watch their games and see how you know those players are, are performing, and uh, you know we can we can get a good feel for for our depth charts uh, you know going forward here. But I think I want to see a few games before. I make my decision whether I think we do or we don't have enough depth and see how this team sort of, you know, clicks together. When do you want to go to a game? We should go to a Abbotsford Canucks game. Yeah, man, totally. Uh, anytime. I'm, can we, can we I'm sleep right in the trailer there. after it's pretty close there? Sure. Yeah. Huh? What do you think, Ty? You want to come sleep in the trailer with us? Oh, uh, sorry. Canucks chance. Uh, no, I do not. I'll Uber back to the mainland. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. Fair enough. <clears throat> There's a bathroom. It works and stuff. Oh, really? Okay. Well. Yeah, we, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, right? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah so... No. Uh, speaking of that, uh, about going to <clears throat> games and stuff. Um, how good is it going to be to uh, go to a regular season cut game? Yes. Fans it's, back it's... in the building. 
and they apparently are looking at uh, right now. I think it's only in Vancouver, anyways. It's at fifty percent capacity. Uh, mm-hmm. They're looking at increasing that for the first home game, which is the end of the month. So I haven't even looked. Does that mean that tickets are ridiculously expensive? Well, they start on a six-game road trip, but yeah, I haven't even looked. I actually have the. Yeah. Uh, I think I have the home opener. I think it's the Oilers on the thirtieth, which I'm going to. But uh, nice. But yeah, I think they're looking at increasing the capacity before the first home game anyways. So that shouldn't be an issue. They've sold games all year as if they're going to have full capacity. So pretty sure they're uh, hoping Bonnie Henry and uh, the health authority uh, opens up capacity because there'll be some issues. If not, a lot of refunds going out. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, yeah, I got to take the kids to a game this year for sure. Before we get off this subject of the Canucks, what happened to my boy, Oli Yolevi? <clears throat> he uh, got traded, Mike, to Florida. Who did we get for him? Uh, I can't remember their names, but uh, good players. We, yeah, we had uh, enough we of got them, a eh? couple of prospects. I think one uh, was like Lamakin or something like that. But yeah, uh, no idea about those guys, but uh, I guess it's some, some depth in the organization which we just talked about well they and were saying they were saying that what he got what benning got back for olevy was basically olevy just you levy just coming back um yeah. same kind of idea fresh start for <clears throat> for both guys the one that we got back though he's already done this twice he's been traded so yeah, we got for, we got two, two guys too as well yeah so, but yeah uh, that kind of pissed actually, me off. i was excited to see you levy this year was not panning out, man. He couldn't even make the team. Yeah, but you want to see your top 10 picks, first round you know, picks produce, man. That's that's yeah, depressing. They actually had uh, they had Benning. I, I can't remember what it was on, but I just saw a little clip of it. And he said, which is obvious, they went for positional need rather than the best player available in the draft. Oh, my God. Unfortunately for us, because... Uh, when he picked Yo Levy? Yeah. He went for positional need instead of the best player available. And, you know, obviously the next pick to go was Matthew Chichuk, I believe, to Calgary. And then there's uh, Nick Ehlers later to Winnipeg. Like, there's some good players. That's just two. There's some good players that went after him. Um, But it was, you know, interesting to hear him finally say that instead of, like, you know, I think it was kind of before. It's like, oh, no, we took the best guy or the best fit for our team. So he thought, but uh, he just finally came out and said, yeah, it was not the best player available. There you go. Thank you, what about? Thank you, Hashtag. Thank you, Jim. How about the uh, Kraken were released for the first time? And Donato scored the first goal. Franchise history. I thought that was cool. Against your, actually, they're both your teams, Ty. What, what are you going to do? You split down the middle, huh? You could have gone either uh, way. No, uh, Mike asked me that actually um, before the game. Or, uh, it was Vegas, Vegas baby, all the time. Yeah, yeah. And then your Vegas guy they're, cheated at the end. They're kicked the goal in. They're my, uh, they're my number two. We've we've been over this. Okay, the <clears> Vegas <throat> number two, the Kraken now number three, uh-huh. in the pecking order. Um, but yeah, what an atmosphere! Did you see? Did you guys see the pregame? They had the uh, the Kraken on the ice digitally. Yeah. They had the Vegas night come out and burn it and went it was really cool 
Yeah. Did you see that, Mike? The graphics yeah. on the ice? It looks like they, they're, they're doing it right over there for sure. And oh, man, I, at least I, it's a party. Yeah. I only got to watch the beginning of the game, but and from what I saw, they looked like they came out pretty flat-footed, and they were down well, two goals right away. Yeah, actually, well, the thing is, the Kraken, the first, like, few minutes, they came out flying. They, they looked like the better team, and I think they were just – the adrenaline going first game and they uh they made a couple costly turnovers and then all of a sudden it was going the other way and like you said it was two nothing early got up to three nothing and then they uh they chipped their way back into the game made it three three in the third and like chris just referred to there uh, right after the kraken had tied it at three uh who was it i think it was chandler stevenson on a two-on-one uh deflected a puck in the net uh it was close to a kicking motion it was a kick Chris? man he kicked it that's such a stupid rule man like i would have said it was a kick it looked like the outside of his foot but because it wasn't a full like soccer kicking motion that's kind of what they go with i would have called it back it's seattle's first first game man you score on a technical like well fuck off come on where's your head at what a tough place to go like vegas is a. Uh, it's a rowdy place, like for their first um, first NHL game ever. I thought it was cool, though. The two latest franchises going head to head. But yeah, it turned out to be a great game. Very entertaining. Uh, for our <laughs> listeners, if you guys have never been to a game in Vegas, you got to put that on the list because it's it's up there. It is for, up like, there. Arena. It's a it's a party. It's a lot of fun. They do a really. Mike, good did job. you go? And now Seattle as well. Yeah, I've been to one there. Yeah, it's, it is wild. Yeah. It's like, but it's like I think it's like eighteen dollars US for a beer. It's ridiculous. that's insane but you can get anything you want there you can get you know hard bar what it's vegas right (laughs) and i don't think they cut off uh alcohol either no man sin city baby i think mike and i were rushing out there thinking it was gonna be cut off at like the end of the second or something and uh, we were good (laughs) (laughs) last call this is vegas baby remember mike (laughs) yeah All right, well, that's our uh, Canucks update, or hockey update. All right, well, since uh, Dirty Dan, Dirty Dan is not with us this week, I will take over the Dirty Talk, and um, it shall be very filthy, okay? So, (laughs) 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 I made myself laugh. All right, Dirty Time. Okay. Okay, so what's the deal with that dirty dad? Why is he not here tonight? He is in Toronto and he clearly is too busy for us. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> All right, so uh, what about uh, what else do we got here? Um. Let's talk about the NFL and the email scandal. 650,000 emails and Josh Gruder gets gets, uh, fired. So uh, what were in those emails? Did he say something bad? What happened? We don't know. But uh, we're not going to know either. But he's fired. That's it, folks, for the Dirty Talk this week. (laughs) Stay dirty. Wow. It's pretty good there, okay? Chris. Wow. Not bad, right? Wow. That was, uh, that the was bu- dirty. The bu- 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 bombs were pretty good, but uh, the content, you know, didn't really deliver. <laughs> we might need Dan back next week. 
Uh, I appreciate well, the attempt, though. You know. Well, you know what though? I had like three seconds to prepare, and I did not <laughs> bad. Dan has all week to prepare, and it sounds similar to what I just did. So, Sam, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to uh, check you, fact check you there as well. It's John Gruden, not Josh Gruden. Oh, sorry, John. I was too I, into the. I was too like I, the adrenaline was going. I thought I was. Uh, oh, I thought you were of... just doing what Dan did, you know, and then I had to fact oh, check. Just make mistakes all the time. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, 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 no. But you thought uh, it. But you thought it. No, 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 not at all. I'm just you know, I'm just think I'm just ready to make the corrections on a mm. on one of those rants. But anyways, yeah, John Gruden. Uh crazy story, man. There's there's a lot there. Um apparently he said some uh terrible things uh about certain groups of people um in these emails. And yeah, like you said, it's it is obviously it's unacceptable and you know he he's gone for a reason uh i guess we we don't know exactly what was said but uh like you pointed out 650,000 emails and they only found something wrong with john gruden's like there was a lot of football teams that they were uh that would have been in connection with those emails and high league high nfl league officials like like roger goodell's and and different uh operations managers of the league albeit like the refs and it, a lot had to do with the lockout uh in 2011 that's what these emails were about but i mean i find it odd that it's just john gruden that was uh you know singled out out of all of this right like don't you think yeah i do and i think that his lawyers will be like well, why don't you show us all the emails then right and then there's been rumblings already that there's uh there's a whole bunch of attorneys, not only for, for Gruden, but like for the Washington football team. And they want the whole investigation revealed. Like they want the emails. They want it. They're like, you know, why, what's, what are you guys hiding? Put it all out there. Let's get yeah. full transparency with it. And it just feels shady because, you know, John Gruden three years ago signed a 10 year, hundred million dollar contract to be the head coach of the Raiders, which is, uh, it was the richest contract ever for a head coach. Like that's unprecedented. You don't see those type of deals. So was it, uh, you know, the Raiders owner, Mark Davis there, like just looking for something, you know, all the owners, uh, they have a lot of pull as we know within the league where was he just looking for a way out, a way to void that contract and pretty much force Gruden's hand to step down, which is what he did. He resigned. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely something funny going on there and i hope they do release everything so you know get to the bottom of this and see who else is uh out there saying some some stupid things mike what do you think about the situation yeah i mean i hate to agree with you totally but i totally (laughs) do agree with you (laughs) i want to see the rest of the emails i don't like calling out just one guy when there's that many you know emails back and forth and yeah. they're just pulling what a couple emails out. <clears throat> I mean, sure, he shouldn't have said what he what he said or put in writing or whatever it was that that's yeah. wrong. But uh, I don't think he's the only probably the only one that that did that uh, or something like that. And um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see the you know the entire thing if it ever unfolds. Um, yeah, no, hundred percent. Sorry, just to just to. Did you guys see Myers just absolutely destroy Duncan Keith? Did you see that? No, I'm podcasting. I missed it. Yeah, yeah. Duncan's kind of off no, balance though, and he's on the ground. Uh, I I didn't see that one. 
Mm-hmm. Is that what this fight was about here? Yeah, yeah. of course. It's clean hit right when there, somebody he's... needs to start a fight. That was um, great. That was a great hit. <clears throat> yeah, and, and with Gruden, another thing, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Gruden coached them to their first Super Bowl win before last year, obviously, and Tom Brady winning one. But uh, yeah, he was in their ring of honor. And Tampa Bay yesterday, right after that, announced that they would be removing him from the ring honor, which uh, I thought was pretty quick. Like, you know, give the guy a chance, maybe like they, you know, they're obviously they're a league in the NFL. So their owner may be privy to a little more information than we are. So maybe there's some things that obviously uh, led to that happening, but uh, I thought that was pretty quick and, you know, surprising, like, and hypocritical in a way, man, they, they employ Antonio Brown who is uh, not a very classy character. Um, He's been arrested multiple times for domestic violence. There's videos, there's, there's 911 calls and, you know, they pay him and he had a huge game, two touchdowns on Sunday, but you're going to remove a coach for something from an email 10 years ago that maybe has not been substantiated. I don't know. Just my thoughts. What do you think about that? Well, I think uh, we should let the um, the powers that be <clears throat> uh, go through what they need to go through to settle this. I'd like to see the outcome. I, I want to see what uh, what his lawyers are going to say. I also want to see what uh, what other emails are going to come out of this. It should be an interesting interesting time. I think we're in a day and age now where this type of stuff shouldn't be happening, but 100%. it is so totally agree so and and, and the consequences that uh come with with saying things like that i think are 100 percent justified so no i totally agree what i was just mainly ranting about there is like the the antonio brown thing like the organization yeah yeah, yeah. hypocritical (laughs) absolutely i mean it's it's different it's a different thing but it's the same it's it's a character flaw like Mike, what do you think about Antonio Brown uh, being employed by them and then like condemning what John Gruden? I agree with they're obviously condemning what Gruden uh, said in these emails, but uh, the fact that they can sit there and put Antonio Brown out on the field and try to win football games. Yeah, again, you're absolutely right. And uh, Antonio Brown. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not a fan of Antonio Brown's. I don't think he should be playing the game lots of players have done what he's done and they're not playing in the game anymore. Um, yeah. You know, the, the NFL has like a zero tolerance policy for like things like domestic violence. Unless you're Antonio Brown. Unless you're Antonio Brown. Yeah. And um, yeah, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and like Gruden was like the face of almost the face of the NFL for a long time. Even after he coached uh, Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl. You know, he was the the commentary on Monday Night Football for I don't know how many years. Exactly. Then he got yeah. the job back at uh, in in LA there or in Oakland, wherever it was. But yeah. um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I I find it weird. Someone's out. Yeah, like, like like you said, there's some kind of conspiracy going on here. Maybe it was with the owners. Maybe it's the hundred million dollar deal. I don't know. I mean, if I mean, I know Gruden's fighting this. He's pissed. He's got lawyers going in going crazy over it because. Uh, well, he's lost his job. He's lost a hundred million dollars, basically, and uh, you know, there's probably he's more never, story than. And he's never going to work in the NFL or anything to do with the yeah, NFL. Yeah, he's not. He's obviously not going to be commentating anymore on Monday Night Football. You know, he's done. 
He's done in the NFL. So they're almost using him as a scapegoat for something. It's kind of weird. But I, I totally agree. Like, obviously, everything he said, and he, he shouldn't be, but just the way that this all went down is just really, really weird to me. Exactly. Why didn't this come about 11 years ago? Yeah, and you know how much, like, betting and everything they do, like, obviously hiring a candidate. You're giving a guy a $100 million contract. You're doing your research. You're doing your homework. Like, yeah. how they're just – how, like, say the Raiders are now out in the, like, in the clear. I, I don't buy it. So who's stepping up as the Raiders head coach? The assistant coach? Yeah, actually, I didn't even I didn't even pay attention to that. I didn't see that part. But yeah, I would assume uh, maybe the offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator. I don't even know if they've announced it yet. Hopefully, they have to the team. Maybe not to the media, but yeah. But yeah. Anyways, I think it's just sad, sad all around. You know, it's uh, sad that he yep. said those things. It's sad that's happening to him. Um, yep. I don't know. What, yeah, no. Can you do shitty deal for sure? All right, well, that was it. That's our episode of 31 for today. Canucks home opener. Currently one nothing. We're watching it right now. Hopefully they go Canucks go. They come in and, and, and they win. And uh, we have a night to celebrate. Uh, you know, we're drinking beer already. Might as well have a few more. Uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, as I was saying, Dirty Dan. We'll see if he's back. We'll see. Maybe he doesn't get lost in Toronto. Great show. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, we're going to finish watching the Canuck game, have a couple beers and enjoy that day one of the NHL or sorry, day two of the NHL day one of the Vancouver Canucks season. Stay dirty. Have a great night guys.